Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include a look ahead to this Friday's rundown with Rich and Rob, part two of my interview with John Sayer, this time on Jumbo, and why rates went up yesterday. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Arch Mortgage Insurance. ArchMI provides an array of mortgage insurance products and services with the goal of providing easy access to their innovative MI solutions. ArchMI's competitive pricing tool, ArchMI RateStar, is the leading risk-based MI pricing model in the industry, and the buy-down feature allows originators to customize each borrower's MI payment. Please visit archmi.com to learn more. This budget thing in Washington is out of control. In a blow to privacy, did you know that the proposal would require banks, credit unions, etc., to report to the IRS any account that has a minimum of, or transactions over $600, or over the course of a year has a total of $600 in combined debits and credits? What is happening in Washington may be one of the topics covered by this Friday's talk with MBA president and CEO Bob Brokesmith, who is co-hosting the Mortgage Collaborative's rundown with Rich Swarbinski, the COO of the Mortgage Collaborative, to discuss current events in the mortgage market for 45 minutes on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern in the rundown with Rich and Rob. They may also discuss new entrants inserting themselves into the lending landscape. For example, there's IntroLend, launching this week and offering a first-of-its-kind broker-owned digital lending platform, a mobile app installed inside a real estate brokerage that allows agents to launch their client's digital mortgage journey, connects the entire mortgage marketplace, borrowers, agents, loan originators, and lenders, in real time and is the only lending platform that allows consumers to shop for both wholesale and retail lending options. Apparently, the future is here. So, for links to the aforementioned stories, the latest employment opportunities, broker and lender products and services, and chatter surrounding conforming loan amounts, which won't be announced until around Thanksgiving, visit robchrisman.com. For today's interview, I wanted to bring on John Sayer, Vice President of Client Success for Kiranos. He has been a secondary marketing and business development professional in the mortgage industry for over 30 years, holding senior positions at Guardian Mortgage, Caliber Home Loans, and NationStar. He also spent 15 years at Fannie Mae, with his last position being Vice President of Single Family Business for the Western United States. And for those of you that haven't yet heard about Kiranos, Kiranos was born out of the combination of two familiar industry powerhouses, Novantis and Informa's FBX business. Kiranos delivers a comprehensive mortgage origination and pricing intelligence benchmarking platform that allows mortgage lenders to understand their competitive price position and lending performance metrics providing real-time mortgage peer benchmarking that enables lender rate comparison to assess overall competitive positioning to positively impact share, margin, risk, and operational execution. With access to weekly loan origination data representing over 50% of the mortgage market's applications, rate locks, and funding, Kiranos provides mortgage lenders real-time loan origination performance relative to the market. Let's move to the next trend you talked about, which is centralized and consumer direct lending. As centralized and consumer direct lenders consider the prospect of fewer rate and term refinance loans, what kind of trends are Kiranos seeing in this market segment? Absolutely. Uh, Certainly a big topic for many of our clients in the market in general. Uh, A lot of capacity built into the system here. And we would never imagine we'd be seeing volumes that we're seeing this year, uh, actually probably exceeding all of last year, uh, which is amazing. Uh, but just some of the data points we're seeing, uh, Robbie, really around consumer direct lenders. Um, 
in the first quarter of this year, first quarter of this year, 92% of consumer lender business, consumer direct lender business was uh, refinance, which meant only 8% in the first quarter was purchase transactions. Uh, by the third quarter of this year, the purchase mix had doubled uh, to 16%. Uh, that said, I think it's really interesting, and I did this research prior to our call here, uh, but the consumer share of purchase originations has been amazingly consistent, virtually flat over the last three years. In fact, every year over the last three years, we've seen the consumer share of purchase originations uh, at 15% uh, of their originations. So again, of the loans they do, 15% of the loans they do is uh, our purchase uh, transactions. In terms of future opportunity, when you think about it, it's really around cash out refinances. Um, the good news there uh, that I share with you is that the uh, amount of cash out refinances uh, has doubled in its representation from the first quarter of this year to uh, now 38% of the refinances getting done by consumer direct lenders are cash out refinances. Earlier this year, about 19%. Now it's running about 38% of the loans consumer direct lenders are doing are uh, cash out refinances. Interestingly, also consumer direct uh, lenders have gained uh, considerable market share against branch or distributed or decentralized originations growing uh, over the last few years from 45% of all refinances to, as we stand here today, about 62% of all refinances. And when it comes to the jumbo loan market, that market seized up at the outset of the pandemic in the spring of 2020, but we've seen credit parameters loosen up over the past year since then. And also jumbo loan liquidity has returned to the wholesale and correspondent channels. What trends are we seeing in that regard? Yeah, it's really, uh, it's an amazing space, maybe a bit overlooked, I would say. Uh, the retail channel is is still dominant for jumbo loans, but we did see correspondent and wholesale lenders getting back into the game late last year, early this year. Uh, in fact, at the end of last year, uh, only a few wholesale, wholesale lenders were offering jumbo products and pricing. And I share with you, and I can share with you today, that there are over 27 of our clients on our rate survey showing jumbo pricing. Uh, so a huge, huge, huge uh, reemergence of uh, that product in the uh, wholesale space. What are you seeing in terms of rates and volumes? Yeah, we did a, we, we took a look at jumbo rates over the last couple of years for locked rates, controlling for a number of different variables. And compared those to conforming and actually high balance uh, conforming as well. Uh, but Jobo rates controlling for risk variables, uh, I would say reached an inflection point in February of this year. Uh, whereas Jobo rates were about 25 basis points higher than conforming rates if you go back one year. Now Jumbo rates are about 15 basis points through conforming rates. So we're basically seeing a swing of about three-eighths to half a percent in comparative rates, jumbo versus conforming. So jumbo getting more aggressive or better relative to conforming over the last 12 months by almost half a percent in rate. In terms of volume, uh, jumbo has really been a growth product this year. 
Uh, in the higher cost states, we're seeing a steady increase in volume of jumbo loans, roughly twice the monthly volume as one year ago. Again, for high cost states, your California's, Florida's, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey states, roughly twice the monthly jumbo volume as we saw if we were to turn back uh, to one year ago. Tune in tomorrow for the third and final part of our interview. Why did rates go up Tuesday? My sister says it's because Mercury is in retrograde. (laughs) We received a couple of manufacturing data points yesterday. The ISM non-manufacturing index for September increased more than expected, marking the 16th straight month of growth for the services sector. It was a similar story from market, which increased beyond the August reading. Although it probably won't be rosy forever, as services activity is being constrained by labor shortages, logistics problems, and difficulty in obtaining supplies, it was enough to push rates higher Tuesday. Mortgage applications for the week ending October 1st let off today's calendar with rates at their highest level since July. Applications decreased 6.9% from one week earlier, according to data from MBA. Ahead of Friday's payrolls report, we saw this morning that September private payrolls via ADP were up 568,000 versus expectations of 425,000. We begin Wednesday with agency MBS prices worse in eighth and the 10-year yielding 1.55 after closing yesterday at 1.53% due to the strong ADP number. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. An Arizona Highway Patrol officer stops a Harley in Tucson for traveling faster than the posted speed limit. So he asks the biker his name. Mike, he replies. Mike what? The officer asks. Just Mike, the man responds. The officer is in a good mood and thinks he might just give the biker a break and write him out a warning instead of a ticket. So he presses him for the last name. The man tells him that he used to have a last name, but lost it. The officer now thinks that he has a nutcase on his hands, but plays along with it. So tell me, Mike, how did you lose your last name? The biker replies, it's a long story, so stay with me. I was born Mike Johnson. I studied hard and got good grades. When I got older, I realized that I wanted to be a doctor. I went through college, medical school, internship, residency, and finally got my degree. So I was Mike Johnson, MD. After a while, I got bored being a doctor, so I decided to go back to school. Dentistry was my dream. Got all the way through school, got my degree, so then I was Mike Johnson, MD, DDS. Got bored doing dentistry, so I started fooling around with my assistant, and she gave me VD. So now I was Mike Johnson, MD, DDS, with VD. Well, the ADA found out about the VD, so they took away my DDS. Then I was Mike Johnson, MD, with VD. Then the AMA found out about the ADA taking away my DDS because of the VD. So they took away my MD, leaving me as Mike Johnson with VD. Then the VD took away my Johnson. So now I'm just Mike. (laughs) Suffice it to say, the officer did not give a ticket. Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, ArchMI. ArchMI provides an array of mortgage insurance products and services with the goal of providing easy access to their innovative MI solutions. ArchMI's competitive pricing tool, ArchMI RateStar, is the leading risk-based MI pricing model in the industry. Please visit archmi.com to learn more. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.